Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome into Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader. Let me let Facebook catch up. Welcome into Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope all of you are having fantastic Fridays wherever you may be across this great country or around this great land. We have got a lot to be thankful for. And the number one reason we have to be thankful is SEC football kicks off tomorrow morning at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific. And I'm not going to lie. Fingers crossed that all seven games are going to happen and all 14 people, uh, teams will be able to play. But I honestly think your boy, who people accuse of being emotionless, is actually going to tear up a little bit when the games actually kick off because of all the work that was necessary to make this happen. And I want to give a shout-out right off the top of the show. He was on my radio show today. He is Greg Sankey, the commissioner of the SEC. I really believe this. I believe that no one in all of the country is more instrumental in the fact that college football is going to be played than the commissioner of the SEC, Greg Sankey. It would have been easy to give in to the Corona Bros. It would have been easy to curl up in the fetal position and say, we aren't going to do it. But Greg Sankey, even in the face of the Big Ten and the Pac-12 and the MAC and the Mountain West all canceling, managed to keep everything together in college football such that everybody else is now coming back. And we haven't done a documentary before without kick. But the very first documentary I want to do, I want to do a behind-the-scenes story about how college football managed to still play even with all the people throwing body blows all day long. I think I can get every commissioner I think I can get the President of the United States to sit down and talk about it. I believe it could be an incredible story and I want all of you to know about all the background work that was done that was not public and all the people who put so much time, energy, effort, administrators, players, coaches, fans, parents, all of it. I want to tell that story because for me it is an incredible triumph of sports bringing so many different people together from so many different backgrounds to find a way to make something happen that many people said was impossible. That is, to me, the American story. The fact that college football is happening this year is an American triumph, a metaphor through sports of what we all stand for and where we can go if we all pull in the same direction. America is about finding a way, no matter the obstacles, to success. That's what America is. 
And one of the things that's so frustrating to me about the last six months and the response of the coronavirus and the corona bros and everybody else is the number of people who said the way to respond to this is by doing nothing. It's by staying in your house. It's by getting underneath the covers and begging and hoping and pleading that something is just going to go away. No, no, no. That is not the American way. Safetyism is not the American way. Wrapping people, your kids, and everyone else in bubble wrap and begging and pleading and hoping that nothing bad is going to happen is not the American way. It actually represents everything that is the opposite of what America was founded upon. This constant quest for victimization is anti-American. America is about making decisions and making plays, putting your big brass balls up on the table and saying, it's time to make a difference. It's time to dominate and not being afraid of failure and pursuing success with every ounce of your fiber. Okay? The Corona Bros represented failure. They represented retreat. They represented safetyism. They represented perpetual victimization and impossibility of success. That is what they embraced. And I fundamentally reject that with every core of my being and I will fundamentally reject that with every core of my being for the rest of my life. And that is why I think college football is such an incredible triumph. If you also reject all of the things that I just said, if you are an anti-corona bro, if you reject the constant victimization culture that ESPN shares every single day, go sign up right now for the OutKick VIP. We need you in our army. We need you aligned with us and continuing to drive with us forward. We need you to be the point of the spear in our army fighting against the Corona Bro losers out there. We are expanding. We are growing rapidly. I believe we are going to win this battle. But we need as many soldiers as we can possibly get. Line up. Go subscribe with us today. You get an autographed copy of my book. You get the ability to comment on our articles and OutKick VIP message board. You also get an OutKick VIP phone line to call into my radio show. So many different things that are going to roll in together. It's an incredible opportunity. You get exclusive access to Jason Whitlock, myself, and other writers. We're in the middle of a major battle, and we need more soldiers. Sign up with us today. OutKick.com. Also, if you're just lazy and you just want to gamble, you can also go to FanDuel.com slash Clay and you can get $1,000 to gamble with. If your state doesn't allow gambling yet, Tennessee, Michigan about to come online, you go sign up. They will send you an email the minute you can legally gamble and you will get $1,000 to gamble with at FanDuel.com slash Clay. Get hooked up right now. All right, I got to give credit to Charles Barkley. So many idiot sports media members and athletes have been spreading disinformation and propaganda and total lunacy surrounding this Breanne Taylor story out of Louisville. couple of background facts that are important. There was a warrant. There is a witness saying they beat on the door for 30 or 45 seconds saying they were the police. The reason why they had a warrant is there is evidence that Breanne Taylor was involved in her boyfriend's drug dealing business. 
And so when they showed up, there is a witness saying they were banging on the door, saying they were police when no one came to the door. They knocked it down. As soon as they knocked the door down to execute a warrant that they were allowed to execute, they were shot. A police officer was shot. The first shot was fired, admittedly, by a boyfriend in the apartment. The police officers then returned fire. They somehow did not hit the boyfriend, and they hit Breanne Taylor instead. So everybody out there that is obsessed with this case at least get the facts of the case right. After that, they conducted a massive investigation. And as part of that investigation, they presented, the state of Kentucky did, all of their evidence to a grand jury. The grand jury heard all of that evidence and then elected not to bring murder charges against the police officers because there wasn't sufficient evidence to do so. There wasn't evidence to do it. I wish that no one ever died. I wish the police never shot anyone. I wish no one ever shot the police. But the facts matter in this case and they matter in a big way and most people don't know them. And the reason why I'm speaking out so significantly about these facts right now is I realized my own wife didn't know it. We were in the car last night after picking up our kids from sports and my wife was asking about the case. She said she had seen it in the news. She didn't know the details. And I said, you know that the boyfriend shot a police officer first and then they returned fire and that's why she died, right? And she said, no, I didn't have any idea about that. The vast majority of people out there, probably the vast majority of the rioters, certainly I bet the vast majority of media members as well as athletes have no idea about the facts in this case. They haven't actually looked up at all of the facts. Somebody just said your wife doesn't listen to your show then. Yeah, a lot of times she doesn't. She's busy. Would you listen to your spouse for three hours every day if you lived with them otherwise? I probably wouldn't. I'm going to be honest with you. She hears me all day long saying many of the same things that I'm saying on the show. We got three kids. I don't blame her. I wouldn't listen to me for three hours if I were already married to me and already heard everything else. There are millions of other people listening to me every day. My poor wife has to listen to me all day long already. That's what she signed up for. The last thing she wants to do is get in her car when she's finally able to escape being around me and put on my voice and listen to my voice in the car. Would you want to listen to your spouse for three hours when you were in the car by yourself able to do whatever you want to do? I bet hardly any spouses would want to do that. How many of you would put your wife on for three hours every day if you were driving around in your car? How many of you would put your husbands on for three hours every day if you were driving around in the car? Almost none of them. Almost nobody would. So yes, my wife doesn't listen to every word. But she is representative of many people in this country who are just busy. And they see stories and they see them popping and they know kind of a few details here and there. And that's why I got to give credit to Charles Barkley. Because he was actually willing to speak truth to power. He said this whole defund the police movement that Colin Kaepernick and ESPN are pushing like crazy is absurdity. 80% plus of inner city minority residents are opposed to defunding the police. Many of them actually want more police because their neighborhoods are dangerous. And even if the police are imperfect, if someone outside of your house is committing a crime, 
you want to be able to call somebody. You don't want to call a community organizer to show up when somebody's armed outside of your house and try to convince them to leave. The people who need more police, more than anyone, are people who live in inner city neighborhoods where crime is much more common. And so Barkley is speaking a truth that the vast majority of Americans embrace, but that super liberal, woke, mostly white people have convinced themselves is what should happen in this country. They are idiots. Props to Barkley for speaking out there and also props to him for saying on television something that I haven't heard anybody else in sports media say, hey, the reason why the police fired was because one of them was shot. If you shoot a police officer, guess what is likely to happen to you? You're going to get shot too. Period. Okay? This is pretty straightforward and simple. You are not a victim if you shoot a police officer and they shoot back at you. Okay? That is what the police are trained to do. They are trained to return fire when they are actually shot. The reason why murder charges were not brought in this case is because the person who was most likely to have committed murder was the boyfriend who shot first and hit a police officer. I'm so fired up about these cases and the fact that basic facts aren't getting out there. It matters. Fired up. Uh, All right, so positive news. All right, so pops to Charles Barkley for speaking truth to power inside the NBA for doing what no one at ESPN could do. By the way, this shirt perfectly epitomizes the disaster that this week has been for OutKick. I mean, sorry, for uh, for MS ESPN. OutKick's had a phenomenal week. I appreciate all of you who have signed up. We've had one of our best VIP weeks ever because so many of you are trying to kick your ESPN habit and you're coming over to OutKick, all right? Just kick them to the curb. Come hang out with us. Come hang out at OutKick all day long, every day. We're about to add a scoreboard at the top of our uh, website. It'll allow you to gamble. Click right through, gamble on everything. You'll be able to check the score of every single event. One of the top questions we've gotten is, hey, the only reason I go to the ESPN app at this point is to get score updates. We got you covered. We're going to have our own scoreboard at the top of OutKick. It will be debuting shortly, and you'll be able to click straight through and gamble on any sporting event that you want. It's going to be up there soon. We want you to kick your habit at ESPN and come hang out with us at OutKick. Uh, Florida is opening the state back up. You know how everybody was like, oh my God, Ron DeSantis, the Corona Bros. You want the Corona Bro voice? Oh my God, Ron DeSantis, what's going to happen in Florida? Oh my God, oh my God, it's so scary. They want to lionize Andrew Cuomo, who killed more people than any politician in the world in his state. And they want to rip Ron DeSantis, who has done an infinitely better job. Ron DeSantis is opening up Florida. And all these loser Corona bros are having to recognize that Florida came nowhere near to being as bad as New York, New Jersey, Michigan, Pennsylvania, all these states in the Northeast that were disasters. All right? So Florida is opening back up. Props to Ron DeSantis. And also, the Corona bros continue to make bad arguments. Peter King who really might make some of the dumbest arguments ever. Peter King is upset with all of you for being focused on what Bill Belichick wore to his press conference because there's way more serious things to be focused on in America today. Bro, you write about the NFL. 
I understand if somebody out there is like, hey, I cover human trafficking for a, for a living and nobody will read my articles. We should be paying more attention to human trafficking. I can see somebody making that argument like, hey, you know what? My work's kind of important. You know whose work isn't very important? A guy who writes about football. A guy who writes about football. He doesn't play it. He doesn't coach it. He doesn't own it. He doesn't executive it. He writes about the game that all of us have already seen on television. It's literally impossible to have a less serious and less important job in America today than writing about sports that everybody else has already seen. Doesn't mean, look, I do it, but I don't claim that I'm doing the Lord's work or that anybody out there should be focused on me because in these serious times I'm so important. Peter King, bro, you write about football. The idea that people should focus on football but not a corny, ridiculous, fun sweatshirt that was absurd that Bill Belichick wore to the press conference is, frankly, a logical fallacy. The reason why people like sports and the reason why they like somebody like Bill Belichick showing up in a ripped sweatshirt is because it's fun. It's an escape from the real world. That's why people watch sports. To escape the serious things in their lives. Because sports aren't serious. Most sports writing is the definition of non-essential work. There are very few things that matter less than what someone writes about a game that was on television. The game doesn't even matter that much. The person writing about the game matters even less. Understand your role, bro. It's a ridiculous sweatshirt. Uh, Pac-12 and the Mountain West are back. Speaking of the Corona Bros, by the way, one of the rich things I do, rich guy things I do, uh, I have a boxing trainer come in twice a week to the house. Trains us for boxing uh, and I'm getting decent at boxing. Doing about seven or eight rounds every Tuesday, Thursday. Don't want to brag or draw attention to myself, but I'm probably the best 41-year-old boxer who owns a website uh, focused on sports, pop culture, politics, everything else in the world. Just saying, don't think anybody could take me. Age of 41, I would wipe the floor with them. All right? Now, Mountain West and the Pac-12, they just almost cursed there. I'm trying to avoid cursing. One of my, uh, one of my resolutions the last couple of years been not to curse on this show. We've got a lot of people listening with their kids in the car. Not my wife, but some people are out there listening. Uh, and so we got the we got the boxing match going on, and the Corona Bros, I said, were standing eight count. They're knocked the F out now. The Corona Bros are laying on the ground, their mouthpiece is out, and they are just staring up at the ceiling, but they ain't seeing anything because ain't nothing home. Oxygen's gone from the brain. They're out. That's where the Corona Bros are right now with the Pac-12 back and with the Mountain West back and with even the MAC coming back. Every college football conference is going to play. We have knocked the Corona Bros the F out. I would encourage you right now to seek out all the Corona Bros and find the best knocked out gif and start responding every time they tweet anything with a video, a gif of somebody getting knocked out. The Dan Wokens, the, uh, the Peter Kings, the Mike Florios, everybody out there 
who has been spreading the propaganda of we can't play sports. I would encourage everybody in OutKick, first comments every single time should be them getting knocked out. Just make it the top comment. And by the way, if you follow those people, favorite it, make it the first thing everybody sees every single time you go there. Every single time you go there, a knocked out, go ahead and favorite it up. It's a fun little tactic for you to let the Corona Bros know that they lost and that you know they lost and that you're holding them accountable. Uh, Last night, got it wrong. I thought the Jags were going to be a decent team this year. They didn't look like it against the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins won their first game by double digits since 2017. Beard over mustache. Minshew Mania went up in flames and Fitzmagic was delivering last night. Congrats to the Dolphins. The Jags look like pretenders falling to one and two. It seems like a long time ago uh, that they won that opener now against uh, the Indianapolis Colts. Finally, uh, finally, as we roll in to SEC football, we have got a special treat for you. Go to OutKick. I just tweeted out this link. You can go Clay Travis and look at it. We've got t-shirts for all the major college football programs that I would encourage you guys to go buy wear around your college campus, wear them to the games if you're going to the games. It's OutKick logo with your favorite team uh, associated with it. I think you are going to love them. We are selling, we're going to sell thousands of these already. And you guys are going to be well on your way to helping us spread the magic that is OutKick. All right, I love all of you. I'll tweet out the links for all my college football gambling picks. They're up on OutKick. You can search those out as well. I thank you for all the support you have given OutKick as we fought the battle to bring back college football. You are a big reason why college football is being played. Your support of OutKick, your support of our arguments, your support of all the administrators, the players, the coaches, and uh, the, uh, the, the, the parents, all of you said no to the Corona Bros. We refuse to go quietly into that good night. We are going to play sports this fall. And by the way, it's not just football. All fall sports are being played everywhere. Massive amounts of credit to you. I'm going to be emotional tomorrow because I'm so excited for college football to be back and for us to have won that battle. I want to say to all of you, as I finish the show today, profoundly and deeply and from the heart, thank you. Also, DBAP unless you need to SBAP and kisses for all the haters. Thanks for making me rich. Tomorrow I'll be even richer than I was today. That's how things work when you don't live like a Corona bro and curl up in the fetal position and try to hope that you survive. When you go grab life by the balls and roll with it, you end up super successful and rich and maybe even with hair like this. Thanks, haters. I'll see you guys tomorrow. SEC football is back. Love you. See y'all.